Hey everyone, I was going to say it's another week of Find Your Film, but this is a special episode. I don't know who to blame for us actually taking the time out to devote some valuable time to this film. The film is called Serenity. I like Bruce Perky a lot and he's smarter than me. So Eric Holmes is just slightly smarter than me, but I can't literally beat him up, but I'm just be- I'm going to verbally beat you up and say, "Oh wait, Eric Holmes, by the way, for people who are watching the YouTube on Bruce Perky's Rustamari channel, he's called Josh Whedon in a question mark. And that is a reference to Serenity. Is this your fault, Josh Whedon, Eric Holmes, that we are doing Serenity this week, this weekend? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, th- I think it has something to do with the uh, we had time. They're <laughs> like, I guess we can do this. But uh, yeah, yeah. They, as I recall, we uh, did... Uh, review serenity but there was you can't talk about the movie without the twist Mm. and so as i recall all the stuff i liked about it had to do with post twist and i couldn't talk about that on the regular review so here we are and i apologize and eric eric holmes you dragged your your good friend or an unwilling victim aaron how are you buddy (laughs) aaron i'm very confused i'm very I'm very, uh, I have lots to say. I always have a lot to say. You'll learn that about me, Greg, but I always have a lot to say about films like this. Oh, oh, very cool. If you listeners, if you, if you don't get the video pod on Bruce Perky's Russell channel, Aaron has some really cool posters on the, in your background, in your wall. I can see Frankenstein. Can you mention the other Uh, three? Oh, Lugosi. I believe, I don't know if you're getting that one. You're probably not. Yeah, we're getting a little bit of Night of the Creeps. Uh, uh, that's Yojimbo up there. Oh, Yojimbo. Speaking of yeah, which, from, from, uh, from Akira Kurosawa, Yojimbo. Speaking of which, Eric Holmes and Bruce Perky, a perk called named Justice. A perk, <laughs> a perk named Justice. That is a little in-joke, inside baseball joke. By the way, listeners, if you're listening to this episode of Serenity, we are going to assume that you've already seen the movie you might have loved it. You might actually really hate it. But the bottom line is, you know the twists, you know the spoilers. This will be a spoiler-filled episode of Serenity. And obviously, if you really don't care about being spoiled, uh, spo- spoiler stuff, you can just listen to hear our thoughts on this really interesting film. So, um, a perk named Justice. You did. You saw that the rewatch. You just is. Are you so you're fresh with the re- rewatch, Bruce Perky? Yes, I just finished it uh, like 20 minutes ago, rewatching it, yes. Okay, and this was in your top 20 from last year, correct? It was. I had two that were terrible movies, but I also loved them, and I thought they were great. Okay, when you say the other one... Is this one of the... Wait, is this... Yes, is this yeah. one of the terrible movies? Yes. Okay. But terrible, okay. but awesome. When you say terrible, when you say that, okay, so the fanatic, you, you call that a terrible movie... I just call it one of the best movies ever made in cinema. But I'm um, just the- saying arguably, arguably terrible, but <laughs> okay. I enjoy the hell out of them. How's that? Okay, that is very good. Aaron, so you're, you're really fresh into this serenity thing. So when did you finish this as, as long as we're taping it? Minutes ago, an hour ago, or? This morning. So about 10 hours ago. 10 hours ago. Wow. Or less. Or less. Eric Holmes, how should we start this episode? What do you think? Since so, you, we came up this with this idea of serenity. Do we do a little quick plot synop, or do we just assume everybody knows serenity? What do you guys think? 
I don't know. I think we should ask the person that created this video game that we're currently living in. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. You know, for anybody it's... listening, I am sighing and my eyes are perpetually <laughs> rolled right now. You know, this is how we're going to start, okay? First of all, don't get esoteric and philosophical right off the bat, Eric Holmes. Let's start. Let's not bury the lead. Aaron Kessler. Okay. Oh, by the way, I'm going to bury the lead. Yo, Jimbo is a reference to something that we're going to do in a couple of days. We're, Aaron, we're actually going to, on Find Your Film, we're going to spotlight the, the films, a couple of films from Walter Hill, director Walter Hill, one of those movies being Last Man Standing. So little Yojimbo reference, love Yojimbo. Aaron, so I am good. assuming Yojimbo's up in your wall. I'm assuming Serenity is not as good as Yojimbo. And if not, how... What were your overall feelings and thoughts on Serenity, Serenity just to start off? So this movie, I, I, I understand that people look at technology as a mythical, mystical thing at times. I work in the field, so it sort of always, no matter how good of a twist it might be or might not be, it infuriates me. <laughs> it's misrepresented. But let's ignore that. My feelings on this movie were, I, I, right away, I knew it felt like noir. I did no research going into it. I wanted to go into this thing fresh. Didn't look at the Wikipedia page. Just looked on Just Watch where I could find it. Put it on. I'm like, okay, so it's a new noir type film. But something's going to happen as it always does. So my notes included, you know, like, first of all, Anne Hathaway. I have lots to say about the film itself, but... The the actual story, I, you know, it's it's an important through line that I think, and I'm getting a little out there, that it's important to understand people need escapes from their horrible lives. And I think that is the important message from this movie. I just don't think it was well executed. Anybody disagree? What are your feelings, uh, guys? Would you, okay, not well executed, but you, you were saying that it has a good message. Would you... Sure. To the lay viewer, would you recommend this movie half-heartedly, or what would you what would you do? So there are people in this world that don't watch a lot of movies. They might love this movie. I am over analytical. I don't speak well, obviously, <laughs> um, but uh, I look for twists and upcoming. You know, you, when the first shoe dropped, I was waiting for the second shoe to drop. You know, I knew like something was going to happen. It happens to me a lot. Uh, people that can sit down and watch a movie and shut down their brain every time they watch a movie might enjoy this movie. People that don't like uh, well-developed characters or subplots that really aren't well-described may love this movie. Um, people that don't understand technology, that don't understand the first thing about, I don't know, uh, old noir films in particular may love this movie. I just did not enjoy it. Wow. Okay. That That is straight to the point. Listeners on our audio podcast, Eric Holmes was raising every his hand every single time Aaron said, if you if you are this, if you are that. Yeah, I agree with Aaron. First time I saw this, I again, to rehash, I saw it in the theaters. I paid honest, good, hard-earned money to Oof. see it. I thought it was a noir, like Aaron was saying. I'm a noir guy. I saw this, and I felt like I was swimming in vomit. I thought everything about this movie was horrific. Serenity, serenity, it did not give me a sense of sadness, desperation about my life, realizing that I may never see a Matthew McConaughey 
an Anne Hathaway pairing ever again because I'd never want to see it. I thought it had one of the worst sex sequences I've ever seen in my life. It was it scarred me emotionally, scarred me. I really hated this movie. This is a one. This was a one star experience for me. So wasn't it balanced I, I out by all the McConaughey to, ass? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> they had to put that in there like six times. But there was there was two I shots think. in the beginning of the movie that I wrote down where they panned around the characters to come to the front. Yeah. Now I understand now, I believe, why they probably did it. But when I when I was watching, I'm like, why would you take a shot like this? This makes no sense. You're taking the viewers out of this. But I think that might have been his intention to show kind of a video game move and a third person perspective, but man, it, I wrote it down right away. I was like, I have to get a piece of paper and write this down before I forget. And he did it not once, but twice that I remember. And I, I don't understand. Sorry. I, I will take less time on the mic and let your feelings oh. go. Cause somebody must love this movie and there must be a reason. Well, Bruce Perky, you were going to say something on Rotten Tomatoes. A year, it's been a year and a half since this movie's been released or actually even been released on Blu-ray and DVD. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon Prime Video right now. As of today, as of our taping, tomato meter, 20%. That's definitely <laughs> rotten. Audience score, 29%. So Bruce, you were going to say something and I wanted you to, to also think, do you, do you believe those ratings are warranted? Once again, rationally, yes. Oh, first of all, I'll say this is a great way to, to approach this movie too. Uh, this is how I approached it today. I have a, a bottle of uh, the Velvet Devil Merlot that's been open for two days. So you have to get it. You have to leave it open for a couple of days. And then uh, you put it in the wrong kind of glass. So, and if you, that will get you in the right mindset for this movie. There you go. So <laughs> Greg just lost it. What was your question? What, what do I, well, how, I, yes, I just, it's you said, the, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> now see, look, Eric, but it's also Eric, great. Eric Holmes, you're getting all of these reaction's Eric are you frozen Eric is Eric frozen he might be I think he Eric like I think Eric oh he might be frozen okay let's see on the chat maybe listen okay Eric so you're getting all shifted. of these negative reactions Bruce's reaction was half negative because he he actually loves because this movie's a what the f movie so he kind of loves it right you're you've seen it twice did this movie improve upon second viewing because you hated the movie but you loved it so ultimately you yeah. love this movie did you love it even more on, on your second watch? Yeah, uh, the stuff I was hoping to catch on to in the first in the first part. Well, so the first time I watched it, it was just really stupid. The the way that people were, the uh, uh, McConaughey and all them were acting was like way too hard boiled, and it like the dialogue was really bad. And I was like, what the this movie is fucking terrible. And then the twist comes. Oh, they're in a video game. And not only are they in a video game, it's a video game that a kid is, has created. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. These people are talking and acting in such a way that a child might think that adults talk and act. So now I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the... Uh, You're giving it uh, too much credit. No, I don't think I am. Because... <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that. I love that. Because there's Friends also... Creatively a- arguing. I love... That's, that, that's good. Good stuff. There, there, there's also other parts where, like, uh, people in the town know everything, and Matthew McConaughey is trying to. And this is what I picked up the second time. Matthew McConaughey's character is trying to not do the thing, and everything in his life is is pointing him towards that. And in video games or uh, RPGs, they call that railroading. Matt, Matthew McConaughey's the the main character. He can't, you know, 
and as such, everything. Yeah, exactly. So they had like a bunch of little tiny, uh, little tiny uh, details like that that I appreciated. Now the the overall thing of the uh, kid wanting to make a video game, which I guess technically is kind of like a version of his imaginary friend, sort of, because uh, basically uh, Matthew McConaughey is based off of his dad, who's dead. And uh, Anne Hathaway is his mom. Is that right? Yeah, we're assuming Anne Hathaway is the mom. That's the big yeah. question. She's heard then, off screen. Yeah, and then the guy from uh, Terminator. What's his? Uh, the Terminator guy, uh, Jason Clark. Yes. Jason Clark, yes. right? Okay. Yeah, he, I'm guessing he was the guy that his mom's with that beats him, and he just right. you know, it, it's just basically this game. He creates a world that is similar to is similar in structure to his own but that he can control and so i mean i guess that story is like you know it's neither you know interesting or not depending on on your take but i just like the uh once i found out that it was a video game i liked all the little details of uh you know how video how games work in general but also to Aaron's point, they don't use they don't write code in video games anymore. They have they have engines and a bunch of different software that kind of uh, does that. So that part doesn't really make sense. But people watching movies, I don't think know that. So you can kind of get by that. So you would recommend it, Eric? Well, apparently not because everyone hates. It. No, how about <laughs> oh, you? I you love it. I no, love no, it. you would. No, Bruce loved it in yeah, a hate, hateful way. But you, you I would, would recommend, recommend it. it. I would recommend it to Bruce. Yes. <laughs> now, they, 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 um, I, actually, I think I think Aaron kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, if you had people that watch a lot of movies, this might, you know, they might kind of roll their eyes at it. But I think you show it to someone that's, you know, they, you know, go see the Star Wars or the MCU movies as they come out. And then they come see this. They're like, whoa, I've never seen something like that before. So we've yeah, all they, seen it 50 times. Yeah, sort of. But I don't know. They, this one, this one really worked for me. And cool. Cool. This is uh, a picture from Anne Hathaway's Instagram. Yeah. January, January, let me look, January 14th, 2019. Okay. So obviously this comes right after the movie's released and got raked over the coals. Matthew and I are learning our film Serenity isn't easily broken down into sound bites. I really like movies like that, but just in case, I am in the minority. Here are some reasons why I think you should see it. I find serenity to be a thrilling, ambitious, violent, spiritual, erotic, charged, dark, damning. Is there a movie that's all of these things? Contradictory, maddening, lushly intelligent film from the brilliant mind of Stephen Knight. It asks a lot of the audience. It exists outside it, it exists outside cut and dry, black and white, moralizing beyond the realm of thumbs up and thumbs down. It sucked. It was badass, etc. It will need some analysis and con- conversation after. Good. Serenity is a sexy, surreal, modern noir for grownups who are into things that don't come standard. If that sounds like you... I hope you'll consider giving us your time and attention. Okay. Thanks no. for listening. Hashtag secrets will for, secrets will, will surface. Fuck so, you, Anne Hathaway. Man, wow. she's a great salesperson. No, but like, so a, this is the this is the tenant the tenant school. You're just too dumb to get it. No, no, right? Yeah. No, you I'll, you've absolutely nailed that. That's exactly. 
movies that's and that's I wrote down one of the notes I wrote down was it's trying to be clever and it's just not. Yeah. And so no, I gotta go ahead. I would just say here's why I would say I like it. So there's several schools, right? There's a movie that's great, it shoots for everything and it hits everything and it's and it transcends. Then there's movies that are just kind of shooting for what they're shooting for, they hit it and they're satisfying. Then there's movies that fail on quite a few levels, but are also kind of dull and uninteresting. And those are to me the worst movies. Those are the worst movies. Now, this is a movie to me that like shoots for the stars, misses in almost every conceivable sense spectacularly, but does it in such a way that it kind of comes back around the other side and becomes entertaining and awesome again. So it's almost like that joke that you say over and over and over again so many times that all of a sudden it becomes funny again. To me, that's kind of how this works. Usually it takes four times. Yeah. This one only took me once. I'm going to put a couple quotes in here. This will just give you an idea of how fucking idiotic Anne Hathaway is. Here's a few lines from the movie. A hooker that can't afford hooks. Do you remember that line, guys? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he's talking about the fish hooks. Yeah. My favorite one, I think, was when she says, with this stupid ring, I thee wed, baby. (laughs) This is all written by a child. It makes sense. (laughs) Stephen Knight wrote it. No, yes, Steve. No, Stephen Knight did. Stephen Knight put the words on the paper, but he wrote oh. the words on the paper as if the child in the the character is the one writing all the dialogue for all the characters in the in the video game. And furthermore, let, let let's get a little uh, let's get a little uh, mind twisty here. Yes, the fact that Matthew McConaughey knows that he's in a video game. Now, you know, something like Deadpool plays along with that and makes a joke out of it. But there's there's something there's something there to think about as far as uh, um, the the idea of free will. Do we have free will? Well, Matthew McConaughey's character absolutely does not have free will, even though he, he thinks he does, even though he thinks yeah, he does. He, he has he has the uh, illusion of free will. And then and then, you know, kind of contends with that within the movie. And you know, maybe- I'm surprised they, that they didn't even just put the old man in the sea right on the ship and just cut to it. No, no crap. <laughs> I kept thinking that same thing, by the way. I almost pulled my copy of it out of the... Anyway, No, sorry. but they had to put serenity on the ship because it had to be symbolic. So, because, <sighs> you know. Well, to the Eric's point... The one thing I want to say about this yeah. is Jason Clark kind of mm. stretched. I don't see him play an asshole that often. I can't think of the he last time. He was good. He was good in this. It's yeah. A- it's a very underwritten role, but he's good as that sleaze bucket. Yeah. A- and um, yeah, very good. And Diane Lane. Why the I hell guess. is she in it was the only thing I have oh, to say. Oh, I've got an idea about Diane Lane. I think I understand. Yeah. Well, first of all, this is going to. So one of the most interesting things about this, I think, is what Eric is talking about. And that is if it's a video game and he's writing a video game, like how is he deciding to put things in the video game? Right. So one of the things is there's there's a side game or side quest which is continually fucking Diane Lane, which he's writing, which he's writing as the kid for his dad to do. Now I have a, as a kid, I also wanted to have sex with Diane Lane. So (laughs) nothing wrong with that. Streets of fire. Hashtag streets of fire. Right. I have a theory. Her name is Constance. She played another character named Constance. Do you know what movie that was in? No. Unfaithful. I theorized the kid watched that movie and fantasized about her. So he put her into the video game as kind of a fantasy, you know, 
upset uh, object. So, so the, the fact that he made his, is brilliant. Go on. <laughs> the, the fact that he made his dad doing it is a little bit weird, but you know, we, we'll have to go with that. Okay, <laughs> the listeners, cat part of that, I don't know, you know, but <laughs> listeners, we're, we've been talking about Serenity, and if you actually have not seen Serenity, or like Aaron said, have gone to the Wikipedia page, the the one line description for, from IMDb is a fishing boat captain juggles facing the his mysterious past and finding himself ensnared in a reality where nothing is what it seems. The fishing boat captain is played by Matthew McConaughey. The fishing boat captain is, his name is Baker Dill. His ex-wife or ex-lover is Karen Zariakis, played by Anne Hathaway. She comes to Baker Dill's boat, fishing boat, and she gives him a $10 million deal to knock off her current husband, like Aaron was saying. Frank Zariakis, played by in smarmy fashion by Jason Clark. We forgot to mention Jaiman Hansu is Duke Baker Dill's best buddy and what fellow mate who actually, for some reason, he also lives in a church and he, ha- he sermonizes all the time. He has, he, I guess he's a high moral ground in this video game. Of course, the twist, like Eric Holmes was saying, is you think at least me and Aaron were thinking it, it's a it's a failed noir most of the time. Most of the movie is a, it's a failed noir, but the big twist to Eric's point, just to recap, is it's not a noir. It's not, a, it's not even a romantic drama. It's not a love triangle thing. It's a video game. Serenity is a video game. Aaron, and I like to say, he, Bruce probably too, written by Stephen Knight, but Eric Holmes, a staunch defender of Serenity, as well as Bruce, says it's not, it's not really written by Stephen Knight. It's written by Stephen Knight in the guise of a 12-year-old kid which could, if you look at it that way, you might be able to forgive some of the narrative embellishments or the way things, Aaron was talking about the camera movements. You might be able to forgive some of the stuff in Serenity. And unfortunately, after watching it a second time, the big twist is I absolutely fucking love this movie. This movie is a four-star film for me. I would see this movie a hundred times over and over again. I, I wouldn't even be surprised in several years if this is a four and a half star film for me. And I will disagree. Aaron, I agree with you on the first viewing. It's a one star. I hated it even more than you did. And um, yeah, no, I, I was blown away the second time. I almost even shed a tear towards the final moments of Serenity. Yeah, I love, I think this movie's brilliant. I think this is a literally, I even like it more than Eric Holmes does. That's the big twist. I, 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 I'm crazy in love with serenity and the reason why i I read the anne hathaway ig post was i you know i agree with it i agree with (laughs) i'm not kidding i am not kidding i I, and all of the philosophical mumbo jumbo that eric holmes is talking about for a lot of this episode i bought into i buy into i'm hook line and sinker Hook? Oh no! Don't even do that. You can't do that. I, I just, oh. I just, I just thought Sorry, of this right now. And it's not, okay. I, I, oh, I have very little time, and if I have to dedicate another two hours to watch a movie, it's rare. So if something can't get its point across to me, at least partially the first time, it's hard for me to go back and give it another shot. It has happened where I don't like a movie on the first viewing and I enjoy it the second time. However, I will not be rewatching this. Fair enough. Fair enough. Time is short, and I agree. Eric Holmes. Well, I, I was going to point out the uh, the fact, and it, it's been brought up that the the kid basically created his sex scenes with his dad and his mom and another uh, random lady, and 
like so that that's kind of the context of of you know the the bad dialogue and everything because it's a child writing it but it's also a child making you know videoing his dad banging his mom and another woman which seems strange but <laughs> seems he he clearly he clear uh, cuz when they cut to yeah. him in the in the uh doing the uh uh computer stuff and there's always screaming in the background and violence mm. like that kid's been abused clearly yeah. i mean i don't know if he's been sexually abused he's i imagine he's been physically abused his mom definitely has mental abuse for sure they i show wonder, him with the, a black eye so he's been physically yeah. abused okay yeah. well there there you go um i wonder if the uh the the weird sex fetish with his dad and his mom might have something to do Stephen Knight kind of saying something about physical abuse or just uh, mental abuse with children. I don't know how that works because uh, I think he's he's trying to find an easy answer for child violence for school shootings, and there's no easy answer. That's yeah. you know, and and we want to blame one thing, and we want to focus on one thing, but it's so many things that go into those decisions. It's not, and especially in this situation with domestic abuse, it's been my experience. Um, you know, it's not just okay, your mother's been abused several times to, to lead it to violence uh, like that, where it goes, it, it's, it's just not as simple as it, as it breaks it down to. And maybe I missed the boat. I missed lots of boats and that's okay. And I'm glad you three liked it. There needs to be three people that like these kinds of movies. <laughs> I, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest. I, I missed the boat. I don't think you missed the boat. You know, you know, I missed the boat the first time around. I actually, Lo- it appreciated the twist, but I thought it was a huge waste of time the first time I checked it out. <laughs> but <laughs> Bruce, as you laugh, you have re- just several pieces of paper of research. What kind of notes? What do you have in your notes? What interesting factoids that did you come up throughout your? Um, a couple things. Uh, one is uh, Fontaine. So Fontaine is the name of the company they keep mentioning. I, I don't know if Aaron caught that. It looks like he might have, but. Fontaine Futuristics is from Bioshock and the Bioshock series. I assumed that was the angle after the fact. And yes, I definitely yeah. caught that. Um, I guess one, one of my big questions. So a lot of my questions revolve around how does this game actually work? Like what is the actual gameplay? One of my biggest questions is, and I kind of curious what your guys' thoughts are. I have a theory. How many of these characters are playable? So the whole idea is it's not it's not a playable game. I think the idea is McConaughey is AI, artificial intelligence. So the computer itself is making its own decisions. Mm-hmm. That's that's where that free will thing breaks out. Is they're leading it to believe that McConaughey is artificial intelligence inside the program. When you do that, the computer itself is making all the decisions and makes its own rules. However, in, in that world, it's only him. The disjointed dialogue makes total sense, especially when he goes to buy the hooks, right? That fish that where he gets the supplies, that lady in particular is clearly a video game vendor. Um, yeah. I've played a lot of video games over the years. so um, And the bartender is the quest giver. Totally. Mm. Totally. Yeah. Like it made sense once I figured out, you know, it, first I can tell you, I wrote down connection with son is dumb. <laughs> because they had that water scene. I'm like, what? What is this? And I guess I'm glad they didn't go into, oh, this is some sort of 
connection that we have psychically because it just it just breaks the mood. And and part of my problem here, Greg, is I don't particularly like new noir movies, um, mm. things that try and be modern with noir. So there are certain gaps in my movie knowledge or movie movie uh, preferences that make me shun. In particular, David Lynch and I don't get along personally oh. on a personal level. So, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, so I have a hard time with some of that. I, I I tried, and I get where you guys are going. I understand why people would like a movie like this. It's much like this other movie everybody loves that I effing hate, which is Eternal Sunshine on a Spotless Mind. Not mm-hmm. for me. Not a movie that was made for me. Not a movie I'll go back to. But a lot of people think it's the greatest movie of all time. You know what, though? I think there's my surprise with Serenity is not that so many people dislike the movie. My surprise is there's such a minority of people who really, really enjoyed the movie. And are, you know, Eric, are you surprised by the the lack of the 29% is pretty low? Do you think that rating is? Yeah, I I don't think it's deserved, but I'm, I'm eh. I, I I really don't get it though. <laughs> I mean, like the the first part, like if someone watched like the first half before the twist and it's like fuck this movie, turn it off. That movie sucks. I I would get that, but then at least for me, once the twist happened, everything came together for me. So I'm like, I get it. But also, Aaron brings up Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and I was thinking, why do people like that and people hate this? Because they're because Aaron's right. The the two movies are kind of you know they're not the same but they you know they kind of play within the same ballpark and i think that might be because eternal sunshine of the spotless mind is real focused on what it's trying to say and what what the concept of that what that movie is whereas uh serenity kind of tries a bunch of different things you know it's got the father-son relationship it's got the uh uh free will concept and it's got the uh you know trying to match everything within a video game and it also has the, you know, the mental violence or the, uh, you know, all that, all that stuff. And uh, maybe it just gets too muddled. And the point that the filmmakers are trying to get to maybe gets lost when you add too much stuff in there. Most rum drinks. drinking ever in a movie, correct? Most rum, Most, drink- <laughs> Most rum drinks in a movie ever. Well, I didn't see the prior to the Caribbean, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would assume... There's got to be more, right? Some old pirate movies. I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot. I there's watched. a lot of there's a lot of drinking in this movie, Bruce. So you you would recommend this? Is this a four star film for you? I mean, I, how do you rate these kind of movies? This is a hard one for me. I think right now I have it rated as three stars because I think it's like, like once again, it's logically probably a two star movie, someone like that. And but fun wise, it's a four star movie for me. So I put it right in the middle. That's kind of how I rate it. Um, it can and it could go up and down kind of kind of depending on my mood I, I just find a lot of fun in it because it's it just swings so wildly and it does it in such a a bright and energetic fashion that it's it could be so dull and pretentious and it's pretentious but not so dull so i like that part of it in my but in my I, book i wrote pretentious right <laughs> it's definitely pretentious is it's, definitely a word I used. When it's I was definitely pretentious, down. but it's not. But it like it tries to do it in this kind of crowd pleasing, strange manner, which is what's interesting. Because it could have been a different kind of video game they picked, right? It could have been a really, I don't know. It could have been a, a moody. I don't know. It could have been something different. It's kind of a, a a fun video game, I guess. If you were 
I guess. If you're That's, this is this whole discussion is is really about the beauty, the the beauty <laughs> of the art of filmmaking, where I can look at it and go, oh, come on, and yeah. you can look at it and go, well, it's a masterpiece, and here's why <laughs> I love it, and I'll yeah. be like, eh, you know, it's, yeah. it's just like looking at art. It's it's so wonderful. This is why I love movies. Well, and to Greg's point, I'm surprised there isn't more polarized opinions like i i can understand why there's a lot of negative opinions I, but i kind of don't under don't understand why there's more positive opinions because we live in a society where people love things that are technically bad like the room and all these kind of movies whereas this is technically a very well-made movie right i mean as the physical media that you see is well made it's, it's good good cinematography it's well shot it's got good sound design i mean beautiful actors so i mean all that is, what, what is the rating on Metacritic? Because I know Rotten Tomatoes has a weird algorithm that, look that up. you know, that's probably a better place to see. Because I bet you'll see more in the 58-ish. I don't actually know. I don't know where I grabbed 58 from. But no, 69. 69, probably. 69. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but you know what? It it. <laughs> on IMDb, it, got, it has 5.4 out of 10. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's sort of, yeah, yeah. So, no, I the ending, the final... The ending, first time I saw the ending, I just thought, I, I, I was like, I give up. This is such a bad movie. <laughs> I was I, waiting I, for it to be McConaughey, by the way. I really was waiting for the guy he killed to be Matthew McConaughey. I, I was oh. just expecting that kind of twist at the end. Like, oh, oh, he killed his dad. This is pre-war dad. This is post-war dad. I, I don't know. But I do actually have a question. I, I've seen it twice, and I can't answer this question in my own mind. So I would actually like you guys to like chime in on this. So I am trying to actually understand mechanically what is having to occur at the end. So I'm trying to understand like why what happens in the video game has to happen for the kid to kill the dad in real life. Wait, what? The fact yeah. that the AI inside the program made the decision to strap in Frank and let him get killed by the giant tuna. Yep, I said it. Just like that other movie where he gets pulled out to sea. Oh, uh, well, he doesn't die. Anyway, does that like inspire um, him to give him the strength? I think so. The, he sees the same kind of decision making in that computer program, and it's supposed to be artificial intelligence, and it reaches the same conclusion, which is we have to kill Frank. And I think when it does that, he goes, "Okay, well, this is the right decision logically." <laughs> okay, so let me go stab my my stepdad, construction worker, in the chest at age thirteen. I. I <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. The Metacritic score, Meta score for Serenity is thirty-seven. Oh. The user score, based on ninety-four ratings, is four point six. Yeah, this yeah. movie is just totally. Yeah, God, I I have a feeling. I really do have a feeling. In about five, ten years from now, there is going to be. I guess. It's sometimes with time, things will be this movie. There will be a little bit more of a support network behind Serenity, but right now, the wound is still fresh, and there's just a lot of people are oh, just Aaron. Real quick, what's a version of this movie that you would like? Like, if you were to fix, you know, air quote, fix this movie, like what what are some things that that you could do to make this movie better? What would I do personally? I would I would cut the AI story or I would cut the noir portion or make it very clear, but that's just me. Cause I think when you, when you add too many ingredients to your soup, it becomes bland or becomes unpalatable. So like and I think there's, food. 
Right. So I, I have one question uh, for you guys. So um, I don't know the little guy that shows up later, the, the fishing salesman who is going to help him kill Frank. How does he help him? Because he says, I will help you kill him. That's it. That I guy think, is gone. I think he's been established as a good luck talisman so that he is dropped in by the game to help him, I guess. I would, I would have expected him on yeah. the ship. He wasn't there. It feels Wait. like there was an editing problem. He was on the ship, though. Are you talking about the the the? No, 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 of... no. Sorry, the salesman guy with the glasses who shows oh, oh, up oh, in the oh, rain. Oh. Okay, says, "I will help you kill him." On the beach. Fast forward fifteen minutes when they're on the boat, and they're on the boat, and he's gone. Oh and yeah, he's, he's, that he's the dropped. right. That's played by what's that character's name? Uh, he's Jacob Strong. It's Reed Miller. Is the Reed name Miller, the Jeremy Strong. Yeah, he's so good. And by the way, that HBO series Succession. Have you, have you guys ever seen that? Oh, I, yeah. He's, he's oh, so good. Watching. Is that the same guy from Chicago 7? Yes. Yes. Holy shit. Holy yeah, fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, there good. you go. There you go. No, but he's Reed Miller. Like he says, he goes, I am the rules. So he's the rules guy. And he wasn't going to help with the killing. He was going to help with the fish finder. So... His directive, Baker Dills. Okay. I can't believe we're trying to All make right. sense out of this movie. Baker Dills. So <laughs> Baker Dills. Baker Dills. Directive was to actually find the fish. Finally, find the fish. That was his. That was his game. Supposed game. Whether he's an AI, he's an AI, but his mission was to find the fish. And the rules guy, played by Jeremy Strong, is I am the rules. He was supposed to give him the fish finder, the direct line of sight to find the fish and catch him. So maybe I'm accidentally right, and he makes sure that that good luck kid is on the ship. That could be it. It feels yeah. like a, a dropped footage piece, like something they cut it cut on the floor. I, I, and maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. I I thought that he was like the the floating balloon in Contra that you shoot and then you get your power up. Right. He's like the, he's like the guy that gets the power up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was so I, many. To it, maybe it just hit me different this time towards the end when they talk about when the father, the AI, and the AI son are <laughs> they're reunited in that new game that the son creates the idea of whether it's a father and son story, but it's the idea of you're going to meet your loved one, your, your loved family member in this life or the next, or maybe it's not even in a life. Maybe it's in an alternate universe via video games or literature, because all these little pop culture references, wherever you find your family member, they're, they may not be there physically for you, but you'll think of as long as you're thinking of them in a certain book, like the old man in the sea or a certain piece of music, or in this case, a video game, maybe that's, that's not going to be enough, but maybe that's enough for the time being. So I, I like that little theme to it, but it was just a whole gumbo pod of things. He was trying to say so many things in this movie and it didn't work for me the first time for some reason, maybe I'm, I'm a weirdo. I, thought every little thing worked the second time around well the, there was also the bit at the end where he goes to he goes to kill his stepdad and then he comes back and so this whole this whole movie we've wa- been watching is like a, a, a like a beta test game or whatever like it's got a lot of bugs in it and everything's not quite right but then at the end you know he goes in the game matthew mcconaughey's there he goes in the game and then you see he's like i'm changing the game everything changes around him so uh he found out all the issues 
fixed them at the very end. So we need to wait for Serenity too, and that's where everything's going to come together perfectly because it's I think Serenity two point <laughs> This is a movie you're probably right requires more than one viewing to really enjoy, and there have been a lot of those movies over the years. I just I just wasn't compelled by McConaughey's cool guy, quiet fisherman to watch it again. I've seen enough of his ass. I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> My question is, is Serenity 2 three times with the I think, maybe, son the and the dad in there, are they going to still have the Diane Lynn mini, mini game? Yes. Well, I hope so. I mean, Diane... not, not with her and the kid, but I mean... <laughs> That'd be a little weird, but the, yeah, yeah, the Di- that Diane Lane minigame about finding the finding the kitty that the was cat. just so <laughs> finding the cat that was just so. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. I guess it we, now that I, I'm on the other side and I really love it, I think that's funny. But when I really hated it and I was watching that and I was unraveling, I go, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> so it's one of these things. If you love it, you love it. If you hate it, you hate it. And I think most people, understandably, so hate this movie. Am I the only person here? that went on Steam and su- to look to see if someone has made a Plymouth Island video game. Oh, that evidently you are. I did not do that. And? I couldn't find one yet. <laughs> but I'm that really would be disappointed. Five years down the road. I'm really disappointed that there's not one. <laughs> well, spoilers aside, Aaron, you've, you're talking about, you know a lot about gaming. Did you ever play Bioshock? Yes. Okay, so without giving too much away, for years I've had Bioshock in my closet. I've only completed maybe three to four hours of gaming time. The brother of my brother-in-law said the twist, we're talking about twist with Serenity, that it blows you away, okay, either in a good way or a bad way. He said the twist in Bioshock is so amazing that it just, and he works in the industry. He's a a designer. He said that that was earth-shattering. Was, is it? One of those things, kind of twist. No, I rarely get hit by a twist that it really, um, it really works for me, or it really doesn't. And and for me, video games are still not the narrative isn't as good as movies yet. We're getting there. We are getting there slowly, but it's really hard in video games to keep that narrative as strong as you can in the two hours you watch a movie versus the forty hours you play. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's. Is it worth actually going back and playing it? Did you did you enjoy the game? A lot of people, lo- yeah, I liked it. I liked the first one. I I thought it was a really interesting game at the time. The story is decent. I think it's I think it's worth a play. It's you oh, know wait, what's the what, 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 what's the twist in Bioshock? I never played oh. Bioshock. Or, like what what's it on? Let's see. It's been so long. I don't remember. It's been fifteen years. But I think it has to do with youth. It's the usual. We thought this guy was bad, and he's not bad. No, but I can't remember. Well, That's why I'm I, saying, Greg. Yeah, if if it was really memorable, you'd you'd you'd, you'd remember the whole thing. Good. Yeah, cool. Okay, right. final thoughts on on Serenity. Final thoughts on Serenity. We're gonna start with you, Aaron. Final thoughts. Don't see it. You're not gonna come back. I guess, I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna watch it, watch it twice. Evidently, if you haven't seen a lot of movies, great. Uh, if you are not a noir fan, check it out. You might enjoy it. Also, if you don't work in the tech industry, it probably helps and it will probably make this more palatable. Two stars, by the way. I'm not saying it's a one star. I don't think it's terrible. I just did not like it. Cool. Cool. Bruce Perky. Pro theme um, Justice. For, you yeah. never mentioned Justice. Justice is a, an, yet another theme about this movie. Yeah, Justice. I mean, so I remember writing on there, Justice and fish named Justice. Woof. <laughs> you know, because it's just like so bad. But I mean, some of the thematics, but once again, if it's a kid doing it, it's like super symbolic and meaningful, you know, 
So you could explain that. Anyway, I would just say to me to enjoy it from my perspective is you go into it with that kind of it's so bonkers and so wrongheaded and so strange that it comes out the other side and, and becomes fun. And it's not it doesn't do it in a boring way. It does it in a very bold way, I think. So for me, that's what I get all the fun out of it. And it makes all of those groaners like fun. So that's, that's how it works for me. And I'm not a big, like, it's so bad. It's good movie. Cause most so bad, good movie, most so bad movies are just straight up boring and bad and, and depressing. This is not that to me. This is like, I get a lot of fun out of this one. So and we're going to close out with Eric Holmes, your final thoughts on Swarity. Well, much like Matthew McConaughey's ass, this movie is perfect. And <laughs> uh, yeah, th- this movie definitely has, it, it definitely puts a lot on the plate and it could uh, be convoluted. But I think one of the reasons I, I like this is that there's so much to dig into. And, you know, just like uh, many movies you watch over and over and you can kind of pick new things out of it. This is kind of one of those. And it's uh, sort of a, I don't know if mystery box is the right word for it, but uh, yeah, you know, I've been to it twice and I picked up new stuff the second time. I imagine I watch this 20 times and I'll pick up new stuff that I didn't pick up before then. And those kind of movies are fun for me. And, you know, maybe it gets, uh, maybe it gets a little confused on what it's trying to say. But there's a bunch of cool ideas in there, and I like uh, I like picking apart cool ideas. Okay, cool. Aaron Kessler, thank you so much for joining us. You got anything you want to plug or say or or whatnot? I have nothing to plug personally right now. COVID is really hell on independent filmmaking. But if you like junk food and noir, I would definitely check out that Perry Mason show on HBO. Oh. Okay, that I, I definitely need to check that out. Speaking of checking us out, I can't still can't get that Matthew McConaughey reference out of my head. Eric Holmes, thank you much so much for that. But Walter Hill, next week we're going to be spotlighting the films Last Man Standing and Southern Comfort. That will be uh, in your feed later next week. Director Walter Hill. So until then, we would love to hear what you guys think of Serenity. Hopefully, I don't know. Maybe listen to Aaron and don't even watch it, but. Um, If you do watch it and you hate it, maybe give it a second shot. I don't know. Maybe, right? Right? So uh, hit us up and tell us what you think of Serenity. Until then, we will see you guys next week.